unfortunately, I was not the only one to be doing an escape game on a vacation in another city and thinking about bringing it to Kansas City. And then multiply by two? Yeah. Okay, it's not... It's because I want to try this brand new fad that's sweeping the nation. It's called an escape room. Basically, you get a bunch of your friends, you go into a room, you're locked inside, there are clues and puzzles, and you all have to work together to figure your way out of the room. I wanted to bring my friends and try it. Unfortunately, they were all busy. So I brought my producer, Jordan Schlansky. Hey, Jordan. How are you? You want to help me? You think we can get work together? This is mine. What? You can bring that seat back. Okay. And go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Man, I had the... I had the... What's that for? This is a thing that you put on your back. You know yeah. at the chiropractor? But it gives electronic shock to you, you know? Oh, Did you yeah. ever have that? Oh, yeah, car? yeah. I loved it. Oh, did you? And, uh, I saw it felt a little weird. My friend Rick first introduced me to Roger Waggy in the early 90s. The two went to college together, loved to play ping pong, and kept up their friendship, even though they had families and lived 500 miles apart. Rick twisted my arm and convinced me Roger's new escape games were worth a trip down to Kansas City. As we got closer to Roger's house, I started to think about how busy Roger must be getting his new business going and whether we were coming at a good time. What's your name again? Oh yeah, Ryan. Ryan, I'm Dean. Good nice to meet you. you. Good solid handshake. Thanks. We like that. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Kansas City. Thank you. How can it be this warm? I've been here before, Roger. Yes, I We were barely unpacked when we got to talking about TikTok escape games, Roger and wife Robin's heart and soul business for the last two years. Their escape room business in Overland Park, Kansas, had made a couple of the local news channels lately, so we watched it on YouTube. Safe environment, family friendly, I mean everybody can do it. So if you do this just right, and you open this up, and then somebody you don't like from your group gets back here, could you close that back up and just work without them? <laughs> <laughs> so this is what like a finished product is, and it is beautiful and it's exciting and it's different. 
In another room, we're going to show you what it takes to make this happen. Kind of take you behind the scenes of something you won't see anywhere else. We'll come back and We're on vacation in the Smoky Mountains and we stopped in Nashville because of TripAdvisor saying the first, the number one thing to do on TripAdvisor in Nashville was the Nashville escape game. So we were driving around the Smoky Mountains and Roger says, we need to bring this to Kansas City. And so that's where it began. And when you were in Nashville and you wanted to book, was it hard to get a time? We did. We had to book two to three days in advance to get in during the day. They were they were really busy and I think they still are busy and they've expanded. So they were popular other. there and then when you got back did you check to see how many were in this area? None. None. There were none in this area. And the, But when you decided to move ahead with it there, there were people in the meantime who popped up. They popped up before we got open, yes. Okay. We were the first escape game to buy our domain name to our knowledge. Huh. For Kansas City area, but construction issues, delay issues. How was that for you? Was that uh, hard to see the other ones opening when you guys are still? Yes. Yeah. There but, was a TV article, TV coverage for the one that opened first. And like, oh, it's okay. Well, God, just, God's timing is his. His timing is perfect and not ours. You know. So. And interestingly, that we get here just as you're starting to see some of your higher numbers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We are. Have you ever had a day book solid? Yes. Wow. Yes. Last Wednesday, storms went through. Last Wednesday or the Wednesday before? Hmm. Storms went through the area. Escape games or escape rooms got their start in Japan in 2008. They didn't really start catching on until 2011 in various parts of Europe and Australia, and then the following year in the USA. There are now roughly 3,000 escape room venues worldwide. Escape rooms have often been used by companies as team building exercises. An escape room experience is typically one hour can usually handle a party of four to eight customers and costs around $25 to $30 per person. TikTok Escape Games is the first escape room I've ever done. I was certain that TikTok must be at a level above what was out there, but I went looking for an outside opinion. I talked to Matt Silver, co-founder of Escape Room Addict, a group of enthusiasts around the world that evaluate escape rooms. When we first started out, uh, ERA wasn't meant to be anything more than just kind of a helpful little tool to a very small group of enthusiasts uh, um, when the industry first started. And uh, we, we knew that there was a, a growing number of enthusiasts that were popping up, at least here in the uh, southern Ontario region. So we thought, you know, wouldn't it be nice to, to merge together two skills that uh, 
that myself and and the co-founder of ERA had, and that was just to put social media together with a little bit of consulting so that we could both help owners, um, give them feedback on what was happening with all these new companies that were popping up, while at the same time helping those that are looking for escape rooms or even want to learn about escape rooms just by providing a website for them and giving them feedback as to what the strengths and weaknesses of each room are. What to you... Um, as a, a you know somebody who critiques them makes an escape room really stand above other ones what do they have uh, <clears throat> that's a great question uh, again I would probably just say that um, it's it's hard to say what really stands out because uh, that is as unique an experience as the individual themselves so for myself I tend to look for things that will uh, give you a sense of team building, give you a sense of team accomplishment, uh, whereas others on our, our review team might look for an engaging storyline. I know some others on our team might look for challenging puzzles. Um, really, there's there's so many different aspects and, and nuances to escape rooms that it's so hard to tell exactly what is the, the singular feature that stands above them all. Matt picked his words carefully, and you can tell from his site, escroomaddict.com, that they exist to promote the escape room industry and focus on what's good in these various venues. When I initially spoke to Matt, they didn't have a review of TikTok escape games, at least yet. I did get some feedback while I was there, including these two girls who were with their church group. What's your name and what did you just do? Uh, my name's Aspen. I just escaped a room. And what was the name of the of the room? Uh, TikTok escape rooms. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the room? Uh, no. It was Beasley's Billions. Oh, that totally makes sense. <laughs> How did you like it? It was great. I liked it a lot. What's your name? Ewan. And how old are you? Nine. And tell me what, what it was that you had to do to get out of the room. I had to, I had to, I had to put my mind and sometimes reverse it to actually get out of the puzzle. It wasn't easy, was it? No. <laughs> How did you know what books to look at? Um, I pulled every book off the shelf and, um, you, you know, looked in them. Had you ever done an escape game before? No. Okay. And do you think this is like the best one in Kansas City? I don't know. <laughs> you have to I've go done. some of the other ones. Yes. yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. How about you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Roger. Hi. Hi, this is Dean Rice. Hi, Dean. How are you doing? I'm doing real well. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's probably hard to spare any time with your business right now. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> it's, uh, um, 
Are you as busy now as you were when we came down? How busy were we when you came down? Well, it seemed like you guys were getting new reservations left and right, which made it kind of fun when we were down there. Yeah, yeah. We've gone through a dry spell, but it's picking up again. Okay. And I think it's because the Royals got out of contention in baseball, oh. and people have a lot more free time on their hands because they weren't glued to the games all the time. Do these games ever, do they break down? Do you have technical issues very often? Yeah, we actually had one uh, this week. We had a power transformer that uh, was supposed to convert from 24 volts down to 12 volts. It just bit the dust. Okay. And that, that meant our pyramid table was not working. Oh. And But we had a spare one in the back, so we just replaced it and we were ready to go again, but I've got to get some extra parts like that uh, ordered so that we just have everything we need to fix something, because it would be a disaster if something broke down for a whole day or something on a busy day and we weren't able to get it back up. Yeah. So far, that hasn't happened. My family and I went on a vacation in the summer of 2014, and we went to Nashville, and they had a game there that we found on TripAdvisor called the Escape Game, and it just seemed to be really intriguing to us, and it was rated the number one thing to do, something to do in Nashville, and we were just kind of perplexed at why that thing would be more popular than all the traditional stuff that you know about in Nashville, like the Grand Ole Opry and all the country music stuff and uh, other traditional things. And uh, so we decided to do it. And, you know, when we got out of the game, you know, it was just kind of a surreal experience. It was like, was something we had never done before and it was a, a new difference and it was fun and it was like team building because everybody had a part in it everybody could contribute and uh, it was it was fun we we did get out uh we were paired with another uh, family and uh by working together with these people, we were able to get out. I think we had like seven minutes to spare or something like that. Hmm. And it was just, it was just fun. And nothing like that was in Kansas city. And I thought, well, you know, can they do it in Nashville? But will it maybe not work in Kansas city because maybe Nashville is more of a tourist hub and tourist destination. They got all the, country music stuff there and people are coming in and out of there all the time and maybe it wouldn't work in Kansas City but we got over that uh, thought after really less than a few days I just thought you know it was worth the risk because this place was busy busy all day long with, uh, they were booked all the time and um I thought that, you know, it didn't have to work forever. If it worked for, 
you know, a year, I thought at the time that it would be worth uh, doing it. But uh, I did not know the road that lied ahead of me at that time. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I was not the only one to be doing an escape game on a vacation in another city and thinking about bringing it to Kansas City. And uh, so by the time we got open, there were like uh, 10 other companies that beat us to it, even though, you know, when we started out, there was nothing, nothing in town. But, uh, you know, we had some delays in our construction process and in, um, even getting a lease in the right location. We, we had some uh, issues that just kind of delayed us. And it, it hurt us. There's no question about it that it hurt us because the other guys opened first and they got all the news stories and their name was out there. And now their name is synonymous with this industry. So that, you know, anytime somebody's looking for this activity in our town, they type in that company's name uh, in the search engine on the computer or on Google and, uh, you have to try to rank somewhere um, in the mix of that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. That's how we got started. And um, I thought that uh, the game we played, as intriguing as it was, I thought there were some improvements we could make to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that uh, with a... I have a programming background and with my programming background and a little kind of side hobby of electronics, we could create some electronic gizmos or something that would uh, make our game more fun and intriguing. And indeed we, we did that. And, uh, and it's, I think we're on a good path, but, uh, you know, it certainly hurt us not being first to market in our chat, but, uh, would you but say we have to make up to it with great games? Kind of explain your business and the two existing games you have, which is you have two of each, two rooms for each. How does mm-hmm. it, how does it work? How long do you get? And how, you know, just mm-hmm. explain that. Well, uh, we we came up with two themes like within a couple of weeks of playing our first game uh, back in 2014. Uh, one of them was, uh, we, we, we named Biggie's Lee's Billions, and it's about your billionaire uncle who has uh, passed away, and uh, he's an uncle you've never heard of, but his lawyers have found you as his closest remaining relative, huh. and you get a chance to play for a portion of his estate. It's kind of like everybody's dream. <laughs> to have some long-lost relative leave the money or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we kind of built that into a game. And then um, um, the other theme was uh, uh, a game we call Pyramid Paradox. You're based on, it's kind of like a Indiana Jones feel where you... Uh, are trapped in an ancient Egyptian pyramid and you have to find your way out, uh, before the tomb door is sealed for good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the things, 
are not that hard, but putting all the elements into the games to make them come to life is quite challenging, and uh, it takes a lot of time. Uh, yeah. Especially when you're when you're like me, it's just I don't have a whole team of people working on this stuff, so it's like working on one element at a time and making it work and getting to the stage to where it was ready for putting into the game and then going and working on another element. And it took a a lot of time. Now, later on, I did uh, have some employees that helped with a lot of that, and they're very key and very important to what we're doing now. And, uh, but in the beginning, it was just my family and I with a few ideas and, um, you know, we had to try to make them work. Uh, how did you figure out how to, you know, you said you stepped through it. it. To me, it was like I could come up with maybe some of those ideas, but to put it together and to make it all work within the roughly one hour you get to get out of there, that must have been really, you must have been up at night thinking about it constantly. Yes, there were a lot of sleepless nights uh, of, you know, thinking of, you know, we wanted to, my main goal was to be different than the other games that I knew that were out there. And uh, I wanted to bring something new to the table that nobody had seen before. And so I was looking for fun ways to do things that uh, had not been done before if I could figure them out. And so, you know, Spent a lot of time thinking about that and what could be done, what was technically possible to do, and what was affordable to do. Because you know you can dream stuff up that it's just you know you need a million dollar budget to to get it done. But uh, uh, we tried to figure out what we, what we actually could do within our limited resources and do the best we could with it. And uh, the game you played, you have to understand, is not the game we probably originally introduced because, you know, these things kind of evolve a little bit over time. When we first introduced the game, you know, there's problems. I don't want to say problems. Well, I guess there are problems. They're just, it's not perfect yet mm-hmm. because we, being the designers, who design all the game have never had the chance to go through and play all the puzzles blindly. When you when you design the puzzles, you intuitively know how to solve the puzzles, and it's not hard for you because you know exactly how it's put together. Mm-hmm. But what you need is people that have had no connection with these puzzles to come in and play them to see how they really play out in real life. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that, when you have beta testers or whatever come in and play the game, then you learn about all the issues with your game, about what people are just not getting and what people uh, are getting too easily or too fast. And from there, you have to adjust the game. And so um, if they're not getting something at all, you have to find a way to make it easier. 
And if they're getting something too fast, you either need to skip it or make it a little more complicated or something, or just add another new element into the game. So it takes a little more time. Um, you know, people want to spend close to an hour in the game. They're paying for an hour's game. So you don't want them getting out in 20 minutes. They'll feel ripped off. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you have to just keep adding new elements that make sense to the game into the game until you get it. You know, we think the sweet spot is between 50 minutes and 70 minutes. If, if your average uh, exit time is in between there, then I think you're doing a pretty good job because, you know, the ones that get out early uh, feel really smart and they have a good time. And, uh, the ones who get out late aren't that late, and uh, and they they still appreciate all the complexity that went into the game. And, and, so, and you'll help. There's a there's a screen there. There's a TV monitor. And there's a TV in there that you can kind of feed some clues if if they yeah. want it or need it, right? Yeah, we have a hint system where there's a hint button in the room, and when they when they want to hit, they can hit the hit button. And we're monitoring the room and watching the game progress so that we know what hit they need at any certain point. So when they hit that hit button, uh, we give them something that gives them a little boost and helps them to get to the next stage of the game. Right. And uh, that way, you know, we don't want anybody to get completely stuck and just sitting there and stuck on a problem that they can't overcome. So we have uh, that head system so that they can always get information. And if they don't ask, you know, we'll suggest, hey, you need a hint. And, you know, some people are just stubborn and won't take it anyway. (laughs) And, you know, I don't know what to think about those people because we're trying to help them out. We're trying to help them have a good time. They just think that they're I don't know. They're stubborn. They're going to get it. They're going to get it on their own, and uh, they don't want your help. But then, you know, the problem with that is they're only going to get halfway through the game in the hour because they didn't take the hits. Interesting. And they don't. They don't realize how much of the game is left. I mean, right? Because you know, at certain points during the game, you can uh, unlock something that. Uh, creates a whole new set of puzzles and you don't know those are coming and that's that's part of the fun and of the game though too is to to get to a certain point and um, then find that there's a, a whole new realm of puzzles to conquer well my dad was in McDonald's and so I grew up the son of a McDonald's operator, and uh, he always impressed on us that going into business was a good thing to do for, you know, not only for yourself, but also for others, because you get you, you have employees that you help out, and you help out the community, and the economy uh, by helping them and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so I 
from a young age, I wanted to go into business. Uh, but uh, I've always, always had that as a goal, but this is definitely uh, the most successful I've been to date. I, you know, made some poor decisions and uh, uh, made some mistakes in some of the other business endeavors I have tried. And some of them, maybe they were good for a season, but they just didn't last. And uh, like I was in the computer repair business for a while. And when computers were expensive, uh, and people didn't mind paying a few hundred dollars to get their computer fixed, that was okay, but uh, you know the price of technology kept going down, 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 and uh, uh, these days people don't people don't want that kind of service like they once were happy to pay. I mean, now it would be a rarity right. for somebody to want uh, that kind of thing. And it was an expensive business; we did it on site in your home. And that you know required a lot of car maintenance and gas and insurance, and uh, there for a few hours, and, and you get a two hundred dollars for the ticket, and you can only fit in like since you're driving across town, you can only fit in three, maybe four a day if you make it a really long day, and uh, by the time you pay your bills, there wasn't much left, right. uh, but. Uh, I don't know. Um, That's how you made one of your best connections for building TikTok escape games, right? I did get a good employee out of that business, though, who worked for me, and he was great at uh, repairing computers. He did a great job, and, uh, you know, the business eventually had to close down, and so uh, his name was Joe, and uh, so... I didn't see Joe for a while after that, but then uh, when I got back into this business, I contacted him and uh, started out just hiring him to do some things as a contractor, but kept talking to him about the business, like he might want to uh, uh, join me again and, and, and come in and help me. And so today he is my manager for the business, and uh, so that was a really good uh, contact that I made. And, you know, today, you know, I don't think I could survive without him because he he really gets it and he, he understands the technology that we've developed and he's even developing a lot of it himself. And uh, so he's been a great asset to me. And uh, that was a good thing that came out of a, the computer repair business. Yeah, he he's he was amazing. Just his his ability to um, explain and kind of he he's just very uh, charismatic, is what I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah, I just looked out with that. I mean, he has a good personality for the customers as well, uh, which is which is great. Uh, but when I think about. Uh, his value, it's more along the tech side and along the, his work ethic and, you know, uh, just that he's, he's very capable. Uh, but the, the, the 
fact that he's also can be a stand-up comedian is just a bummer. <laughs> but <laughs> he was too. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically you've had this many decade journey from McDonald's through um, the computer repair business to, if I remember right, hearing you had a hair salon uh, chain for a while, right? My family was into that that I helped with, yes. Uh, and uh, that was it was just a mistake. It's the only way to put it. Our family had no business being in the hair business. <laughs> um, we had thought that maybe some of the younger generation in our family might want to take that on and, and be involved with that. But it just uh, it didn't go that direction. I was finally able to connect to an escape room enthusiast, connected to ERA, and by good fortune, he had done Roger's Pyramid Paradox. So I called Roger to read him the review. Rarely does one experience an escape room as innovative as Pyramid Paradox. The technology and room design create an atmosphere of adventure and intrigue. Our team was excited upon completion of each task solely because we were captivated with what may happen next. If you live in the Kansas City area or if you are vacationing here, Pyramid Paradox is the perfect room for first-timers or adventure enthusiasts. Wow. Yeah, I I thought that was a pretty positive review. Yeah, that's a great review. (laughs) And And we got that. How did we get that? Well, find out about. So, well, when I. If you're in the Kansas City area, you'll want to check out TikTok Escape Games in Overland Park. Both of Roger's rooms, Beasley's Billions and Pyramid Paradox, are amazing. I'd suggest doing Beasley's Billions first, and then Pyramid Paradox for something completely different. I want to thank Matt Silver and Wayne Stam of Escape Room Addict. Their website is escroomaddict.com. And finally, I'll leave you with some audio of Pyramid Paradox. Oh, oh, nice. Sarcophagus is go. open. Oh, All right, here we go. Hey, All so right, right. Uh, <laughs> clean up with fear. Caution last. I know, I got another cut. Hold it here.